Hey, Heartbreakers, welcome to our Thanksgiving special. The whole gang's here. We're all here. Hello. I was bribed with banana pudding, or what was it? What did you make? Banana- I brought banana pudding yesterday. I know, it was so good. I make incredible banana pudding. She it's, does. It was like hidden. Like, I you never told it. us this. <laughs> it's the Magnolia recipe. Just Google it. It's fr- like, it's so good. I used to eat it all the time in high school. It was such a problem. I would literally eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't know that she makes good because I've never tried it, but like one time last year, I don't know if it's like the I- Wits had like, banana pudding ice cream uh-huh. when we were talking about going and Abby was like there's some things I, in life I can't live without and banana pudding's one of them and I <laughs> looked at her and I go me too and it's like super weird because have you heard of these new peach cobbler factory places oh yeah yes. they yeah. have such good banana pudding and I literally am like Abby there's a place north side of Jacksonville called Gator Barbecue and it's a house but they do some good barbecue mm-hmm. and with everything of barbecue you get you get a cup of banana pudding <sighs> and honestly your banana pudding rivaled that banana pudding like that was the best banana pudding I've ever had and then this like yesterday I was like holy moly this is good this is so flattering and it was before I knew you that like after I ate it and was thinking all this you're like oh did you like my banana pudding it was a blind taste test well speaking of things that we're thankful for we're here to share the relationship lessons that we are thankful for and Mm. we even have some audio messages and write-ins from you so we'll be sharing those towards the end of the episode and we'll be kicking it off now with us three the triad the holy (laughs) trinity of relationship I want to call us relationship experts but I don't know I don't know if I would go that far are we the holy trinity of relationships. <laughs> we are the father, son, and the liquors and spirits. We cover the girls, guys, and the gays. So yeah, like we do. Who would like to go first? Who feels really passionate about their thankfulness? Me. Lexi can go because like, honestly, I was thinking the other day, I was like, I feel like I learned nothing from my relationship. Mine are all typical like, men. <laughs> mine are all going to be, they're going to approach as if, I, yes, Lexi, we know you've been hurt and these are negative <laughs> statements to make. But at the same time, I think thing. they're important okay. and they are a healing thing. And Lexi's no, I learned a lot. And no, I didn't just get out of therapy before this episode, but I'll probably go there after this episode. All right, here we go. Life lessons with Lex. Let's go. That should be a thing. Life lessons with Lexi. Mm -hmm. Number one thing I'm thankful for, I would say trusting my gut. Okay. Mm. And the reason I say this is I'm really big on, you know, trusting your intuition. If you feel like something is off, it is. So I am thankful that in relationships where I felt like something was off, that I've done that. Can you give us an example? Oh, you know, just like catching a cheater in the (laughs) act. I had millions of talks with people about like, hey, I think that this is off. I don't like this or this feels wrong to me or all those things. And I feel like trusting your gut is something to be thankful for. So if you have a good gut, be thankful for it. Next thing, (laughs) one time I heard somebody say to me, feeling safe in a relationship is way more than just physically safe. Ooh, And I think that is a very, very big thing to have. Because sometimes people think, oh, well, I'm not in a physically abusive relationship. So I'm like safe with this person. They're not going to harm me. Harming your heart is just as important, Mm -hmm. you know, and like feeling hurt by people and not feeling like I always say like this was in my hinge bio on that episode with Abby. (laughs) Uh, It's like you should never have to worry about like if someone's down for you or not. I think feeling safe in a relationship, that's a big thing. No, we've talked about that a lot on this podcast and I've heard it from multiple people. They say, you know, my scars weren't physical, but it doesn't mean they weren't there. Exactly. So you should always feel emotionally and physically safe. Mm-hmm. So if you feel safe in your relationships or your friendships, be thankful for that because not a lot of people feel safe. <laughs> and that's why there's a podcast called The Breakup Breakdown. <laughs> um, another thing is be careful what you say to people after the breakup. Obviously, like we've talked about it a few times here. Like I recently tried to rekindle with my ex and my friends were like, after everything you've been through, but like you are so high in emotions that you're going to say you're going to tear people apart. But not even that. So I had a relationship that broke up and afterwards I was talking to somebody else. I was at that point where I was like, I don't care about anything. I'm just trying to like have fun. I don't want to date all this stuff. And I treated that person really terribly. And that person's roommate ended up being like really good friends with Nicole. And Mm. so that was a bad hurdle that I had to get over. Yeah, because like what people say about you. Yeah, she's like, hey, so I just talked to so-and-so and I'm like immediately like it's like 
stomach drop. Oh no, what mm-hmm. did they tell you? And she's like, well, he told me you're not the nicest and you weren't nice to so-and-so. That's when I explained to Nicole, I was like, I was in a pretty rough spot and it wasn't fair of me to do what I did. I also felt like there wasn't good communication in that relationship yeah. for two weeks. Yeah, and it's also awkward when somebody breaks up with someone, you're like, I always thought they were trash. And then they get back together and it's like, ah, Steven. So yeah, excited like, to oh, see you so again. Great. I, I thought it was I Ryan said, with, who was making fun of your jeans. Was that, was that too? Well, Ryan is my ex yes. that I got back oh, together with. Okay. Hypothetically, there's literally no Ryan. If you if you missed that episode, you're probably like, who is Ryan? Is Ryan? Ryan? So they look bad in these jeans and I never got over it. Uh, no, Steven is somebody else's hypothetical ex. Me, date a Steven? Never. No. Oh. Nicole's brother. Oh yeah, I forgot. Wait, this is a little anecdote. I know I talked about that wedding I went to in uh, Raleigh a couple months ago. I'm on Bumble in Raleigh. We, li- we don't live in Raleigh. We live in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Guess who pops up on my Bumble? Coworker Justin. Coworker Justin. Justin. But wait, hold on. Not my account. <laughs> it's coworker Justin with some man. And I'm like. Oh, because you're in the picture. Yeah. Justin oh was in the God. picture. It was like the profile picture too. I didn't even have to dig for it. And I screenshot it and I send it to Justin. I'm like, who is this person? And why are you on my <laughs> why Bumble? Are you, why are you showing was, up on Bumble? It was such a jump scare. We had been out drinking before the wedding. And I was like, how many my years God, did Justin I have? Yeah, yeah, how, wait, what just happened? And what's funny is after you sent that, I showed Nicole and she's like, oh, that's so nice. Steven has you in the profile picture. Oh my God. And, and her other sister husband wasn't in it. So I immediately texted him and I said, ha, I got profile pictures. Oh my God. <laughs> and then, and then like, I'm talking like 20 minutes after Abby sent it to me, he screenshotted you and he's like, don't you do videos with this person? Oh my God. <laughs> I swiped right because I'm like, how funny of a story would this be if I took coworker Justin's brother-in-law? Yeah, brother-in-law. As a plus one to this wedding I have tomorrow. <laughs> but then, I mean, of course the night got away to us and I think the match just expired. He's but... asking himself, how yeah, drunk he tell me, I, I told him he should swipe right on you and he's like, I, I would be way too nervous. He said something like that. He's like, absolutely not. Yeah. Oh, so. Am I intimidating? Oh my God. <laughs> that, that hot girl from the internet? Hot girl from the internet goes on a date. Yeah, well, it's never too late. Tell Steven to DM me. Oh. Love it. <laughs> Final thing I'm thankful for. Oh yeah. Walking away from relationships is I've learned that you create your own closure. This is good. Me and Justin yeah. just talked about this, mm-hmm. about how we don't really think anybody ever gets closure. Yeah, I do think that you have to create your own closure. And again, nobody ever gets closure. I think it's more so like that accepting the peace could about quite it. quite literally be on a shirt. Create your closure. You tell yeah. me after I close the merch <laughs> drop. Yeah, create your Which, own Which, by clothing. the way, if you ordered a hoodie and a t-shirt, they should be on the way. I've gotten a couple of DMs. So like, is this happening? It's yeah. happening. That uh, would be a good shirt, though, for sure. <laughs> Next merch shop. Yeah. Next merch shop. Yeah. I'll Coming be going soon. about it differently this time, though, I swear. <laughs> Wait, when you say create your own closure, like, what have been some things that have been helpful for you trying to create your own closure? Well, look, I mean, I won't sugarcoat it. I've been in a lot of relationships where I've been, like, flat out lied to, you mm-hmm. know? And there's a lot of times where I've just, like, stayed up at night being like, if I would have just gotten the truth or I just want to know what happened. And it's like, sometimes I've gotten back with an ex who's lied to me. And when I've heard that stuff, I would have been, oh, were you talking to them at that time? And they were like, no, at the time. Mm -hmm. And now they're like, you caught me. Like I was lying to you at that time. And I'm like, is this making me feel better right now? You know, I do think, I mean, it's, it's guided me in the right direction of making decisions with those people moving forward. But at the same time, like if I would have not just like said, you know what, it is what it is, whether they were lying or they weren't, it's not in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. I created that decision for myself more so than like looking like, you know, if I would have called her up and said, tell me all the answers so I can sleep at night. It's like, would those answers have made me feel better? Absolutely. 
absolutely not. No, I honestly think sometimes the feeling of wanting and needing closure is less about needing to close the door on that relationship. And it has more to do with like the negative feelings that you have once you get out of a relationship. Uh, I don't want to be lonely anymore. Uh, did I just like miss the love of my life or did I dodge a bullet? You need to have answers to those questions. And mm-hmm. I sometimes think you don't really feel that until somebody comes in and takes the place of those negative right. emotions. And I, also, I also think it's a lot of like you're trying to like what closure wise, what did I do wrong so that next time I don't do that, even though maybe what could have been the wrong thing wasn't necessarily something you shouldn't do or should do, you know? Yeah. Right. I only really had one lesson because like I've said, all my relationships ended because of long distance. Justin's perfect. He's never made a mistake in I any 100% relationship. I 100% never the, wrong, the problem. Um, actually, I've only ever been broken up He's with. He's not the so. anti-hero. Uh, yeah. No, but I would say with the first two relationships that ended because of long distance was because of communication and because the long distance didn't have, there wasn't a goal almost. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was just, we were long distance and that's what it was. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't like, a, okay, am I going to eventually one day move to you? Or are you going to move to me? And that's why that second relationship I tried to move to Gainesville because I was trying to like make that not be a thing. And then when Nicole and I started dating and she's like, oh, by the way, I'm moving home to Raleigh. I was like, oh, we can't date. This isn't going to work because mm-hmm. I've had this happen twice. But Nicole and I were very serious in the aspect of a year, one year. And then when we're going to see like if I can find a radio station up there or you can find a golf course down here. And we did, but we still ended up being long distance for two years after that because she had gotten a job with TBC Sawgrass down here, but it was seasonal. So she did six months, seven months down here in the wintertime and moved even further to Boston in the summertime. I was not single, but I was alone for the summers for two years. And then we would have a trip every year where I'd go up and we'd drive back down. I didn't realize you guys did all that. I didn't realize that either. Even that we knew everything we were doing in those two years where it was still long distance, we knew that through those six months, it was going to suck. The goal was eventually she'd either get full-time in Boston or she'd get full-time in Jacksonville. And if she got it full-time in Boston, I would find a radio job up there. You know, it was, Mm -hmm. we were just going to make it work. That was the first relationship where it was like, we communicated that like we had a goal. There was like a light at the end of the tunnel. It was still really far away, Mm -hmm. but we knew that long distance wasn't forever. Some people just like move away and they're like, oh, well, we'll make this work. It's like, no, you got to have like a, yeah, you got to have a goal. How are you going to, how are you going to get here and do this? And I think in general relationships should have goals and talk about them and be clear with what you want, because as things get more serious, sometimes you might have to prioritize one person over the other. And then those conversations, if you haven't had them, can be kind of tough. I've always felt that way. And I think I've talked about this before on the podcast where I always feel like relationships for me, at the least, I've never been comfortable in just kind of like sitting in a relationship. Sure. I think just the way my brain works is I always have this need to be productive. And mm-hmm. so when I'm in a relationship, I'm like, okay, does this have kind of momentum? Yeah, like, and that doesn't necessarily mean need to be like, a, oh, we have to be engaged in six months and married. And then mm-hmm. it's it just kind of like, is this heading in the direction of what I want? And Are for me, working towards something. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to find my person. I'm not really comfortable sitting in a long-term relationship that's going to end. That's not worth it. Yeah. 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 Don't, and, waste, don't waste time with people you don't need to be wasting time with. Yeah. That's it's just, hard though. It's definitely hard. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's just always been my thing. Although sometimes I really do be lonely out here. Yeah. And they do be lonely. <laughs> I would say this this season, like the holiday season is probably... And it gets dark at six o'clock. Yeah, and, it's know. probably the tougher mm-hmm. side of things. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart and the very next day you gave it away. So you know how everyone gets really lonely during the holiday season? They're like, oh, I really want like a bae. Mm-hmm. I'm like the most comfortable being single I've ever been. But I remember that first Christmas. I had had somebody like the Christmas before and then like the next Christmas going in. Dude, that was brutal. Yeah. I was hella desperate. I was like on Bumble. I was like, I just need a boyfriend for three weeks. <laughs> What do they call it? Cuffing season? Or? Yeah. Although mm-hmm. I just saw something funny. I don't know if it was on the Today Show, but it's like bluffing season where it's like you go back to that person that you're just going to like pretend oh, to yeah, like. What, no, yeah. that was on a, one of those like prep sheets that we yeah. have. It was, oh, what do they call it? Bluffing it, season. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, but there was another name for 
it too. No. It was probably like an older person name. <laughs> it's like, bluffing season. It's where yeah. you like pretend to like your ex or somebody else just for like the comfort of having someone during the holiday season. Oh, this one was the ex that comes back for the holidays and you go back to them. Oh, that's the winter coat. Winter coating. That's winter it, yes. coating. So Jenna yeah. Bush Hager was talking about yeah, that. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking It's of. like okay. you go back to that old winter coat yes. to keep you warm during the holiday season. I Jeez. can relate with that. So I was that person in, in college. I was. <laughs> Justin, I was, Justin was the community winter coat. Justin. Justin, was, Justin was on Rent the Runway. And now he's cropped off. Now we're out here doing Blagler got out a week or two before all the other colleges in summer and winter. I would start posting I think I've talked about this before but I would start posting about how I was going home and excited to go back to Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Lansdale, Pennsylvania. I do remember that. That's so funny. Imagine you know. Justin at 20 years old posting on his Instagram being like wow I can't wait to go back to my little Pennsylvania Can't town. wait to go back. Yeah. Can't wait to see all my friends. It was more like hint hint hit me up. I'm gonna be alone. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed you gotta have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else or if it's a single girl summer. There's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. I feel like there's two types of people in the world. The people that get super excited when the temps hit the 80s and the people who are like, holy crap, it's bathing suit weather and I do not feel my best. The warmer it is, the more dialed in I feel like I need to be with my nutrition. But I got to be honest with you, I hate cooking. Do I cook for myself and feel great or do I get takeout and eat a bunch of crap that's just honestly expensive and not that great for you? That's why I really enjoyed trying out Factor. Factor is a meal service that requires no prep. All you got to do is heat them up in the microwave for like two minutes and they're chef crafted. So they're actually designed to meet your nutrition goals, whether you're trying to watch your calories, get more protein in or follow a keto diet. There are 35 different meals and 60 add-ons to choose from with breakfast, lunches, dinners, and even desserts. Head to factormeals.com slash breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com slash breakup50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. If you're like me and the second you get home from work, you are ravenous. You are going to love these new meals I've been trying out from Factor. Factor has delicious, ready-to-eat meals that you can make in two minutes with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. It's so convenient. I have like grocery store ADHD. Anytime I go to like Publix or something, I'm buying everything. And then I come home with no meals. Whereas Factor, it's all the meal prep done for you. You've got 35 different options 
options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. If you want to get started today and have a feel good week of meals ready to go, head to factormeals.com slash breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com slash breakup50 to get 50% off. Okay, let's talk about my issues now. Yes. So, let's do it. <laughs> so something that I learned about myself in a relationship that I'm thankful for is that I realized that I'm not comfortable with feeling out of control. Mm. And I think there's a part of me that's like falling in love is so foolish. Like <laughs> it's such a silly, silly little thing. When I feel like I'm losing control of my emotions, I kind of flee and I get really avoidant. So I realized that I have an avoidant attachment style. And that's something that I need to combat my next relationship. That's really strong of you for recognizing. Thank you. Oh, thank oh my you. God. Well, I also think the avoidance wasn't necessarily a bad thing because I think in the relationships that I'm mentally referencing is I knew they weren't right for me, but I couldn't, again, like I said earlier, just sit in the enjoyment of what was happening right now. I was like, three months, I think, I think too, if you find the right person, they, they will understand you in those things and be like, okay, when you need your distance, you need your distance. I would say Nicole's a lot like that, where mm-hmm. like when she wants to relax, relaxing doesn't involve me. Like she does not want mm-hmm. me around. So like when she's like chilling on the couch and I walk in and she like looks up like, what are you doing home? I'm like, cool, I'll be upstairs. I'll see you later. But I understand that the way she recharges and the way mm-hmm. she emotionally needs things to be is like she needs to watch her TV shows alone in silence. And mm-hmm. I mean, I work in radio. I'm not very quiet. So yeah. right. I've also realized that I just don't enjoy the feeling of heartbreak. Like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. that first Christmas when I didn't have somebody in the year before I did, I was like, I really don't like the way this feels. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go through it again unless I feel like it's going to be worth it. And so for me, I'm like, every time I'm on a date, I'm like, is this dude worth the heartbreak I may feel? You're gonna, yeah, you know no, what's that's, worse? That's good though too. As you get older though, that feeling is also going to start relating to hangovers. I literally will be at a bar drinking a beer and be like, man, do I want to feel hungover tomorrow? I think I'm just going to get a water now. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, discipline. Coworker Justin yeah. discovers discipline on this episode. That. I'm hearing a lot of growth on the breakup breakdown today. And if you're an OG, you know I'm a big fan of vibe checks. Pre-first mm-hmm. date vibe check. And I think something that I've learned to counteract everything that I've said is that going on dates with lots of people has helped me recognize the vibe that I'm looking for. And noticing when someone gives me a similar vibe to somebody it didn't work out with, that I have like a really good sixth sense of being like, ooh. Yeah. Or, ooh. Interesting. Even via like text and stuff. Like just the way that somebody texts over Hinge, I feel like I can pick up a really good vibe. I think I've talked about my friend who's starting to get back on Hinge and all this stuff and he's talking to people and the way he'll ask me, he's like, oh, do you think I should say it like this or this or this? And like, it's making me realize like things that I did back in the day. It's like, oh, dude, you're explaining too much. Just like say what you say. You know, like you don't have to be like, do you want to go to dinner around six o'clock? Cause like I get off at work at five. It's like, no, just say dinner at six question mark. Like you don't need to, you don't need to give a whole rundown. That's what I think I pick up on is how secure somebody yeah. is in themselves. And that for me is like, it's in like my, my top five things, I, the things I need. And I would mm-hmm. say to what I told him in that, I was like, you explaining all that gives off the impression that you're not confident. It, like you're trying to like right. get ahead of mm-hmm. the, you're not explaining your reasoning. And, and that's like a confidence thing. And yeah. he does have a confidence thing. So. I know. And when you get rejected a lot, cause it, yeah. everybody's going to get rejected on a dating app mm-hmm. every now and then it's kind of like, well, I want to cover all my bases cause I really like you and I just want to go out with you. Yeah. Please just say yes to my date. And and he gets attached probably a little too quickly. How's Steven's uh, texting style? He uh, He's big into sports betting. That's all we really talk about. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, that's an he can make no. you a lot of money.
funny though on a weekend. You never know. Mm. Is he balling? Uh, he has a pretty good job. He lives in Austin, Texas. He's in Austin now. Oh. He lives in Austin. Oh, next time I'm suddenly Austin. interested. Is it holiday season coming up? I need that winter coat. <laughs> he, he's going to be here in Christmas. So, okay, I mentioned earlier that I have a couple audio messages from Heartbreakers and I thought we could listen to it and then discuss of the things that they are thankful for. Thanks so much to everyone who submitted their audio. This is from a listener named Maddie. So I'm super thankful for this one ex that I met my freshman year in college. We dated for like hardly two months and um, I met a bunch of his friends when we started dating because I was a freshman in college and I didn't really know anybody and um, he was in a fraternity so he had a bunch of guy friends because of the fraternity he was in and when we started dating I came around a lot and met a lot of his friends and became friends with his friends as you do. Broke up with me pretty abruptly at two months. Not a big deal. I wasn't too upset about it. It was kind of weird though (laughs) but because of the friends I made I met my now fiance six and a half years later. We've lived together for three years. Uh, He was one of the friends of my ex that I hung out at his apartment all the time and we started dating five months after the ex and I broke up and the rest is history. So I'm super thankful for that one ex for introducing me to my fiance. I'm like obsessed with the idea of fate. A bro code violation. I knew you were going to go bro code. Listen, it led to love. I knew you were going to go bro code. But I love stories like that because it gives me hope. I'm like, there's no such thing as a coincidence. Like everything leads into the next. I have a lot of friends that were like that too. Like friend groups that met freshman year. I'm still friends with most of my friends that I met freshman year Mm -hmm. and two of them, one was my roommate and the woman he ended up marrying. They met freshman year at Flagler. Oh wow. Dated all Flagler. It was crazy. It kind of reminds me of that group everybody had in high school where they all just like dated each other. Mm -hmm. Everyone had that one group. It was just, it was borderline incestual. It was super (laughs) weird. I mean, everyone's just like switching boyfriends. Yeah, everyone was just we, I, yes, yes, I was in one of those. Well, anyway, oh, oh, moving on. We're just finding out so many things about coworker Justin today. Well, thank you so much, Maddie, for your submission. Now we have one from Cassidy. So I grew up very sheltered, had parents that were always together, always had the same best friends, lived in a good area. Then whenever I went to college, I moved states away. And so I really didn't know anything about love, what it was. A boy stated he liked me. So I was like, perfect, that's enough. We dated for two years and the whole two years he cheated on me. And I just thought, well, every couple has its issues. We'll get through this and I wouldn't ever end it. And finally, obviously I got out of that relationship and I'm so thankful that I went through that and got out of it because now I definitely have a much higher expectation and value over relationships and over myself that I never really had before. I just assumed that if you like someone, that's enough, but there's so much more to it and character is such a big deal and commitment is such a big deal. And I definitely did not value that as much. And now I do and my relationship is way stronger. So thankful for that, even though it sucked. Good for you, Cassie. Love it. Character and commitment. One of the things that are non-negotiables in someone that you're going to be dating for. Oh my gosh, she cheated on you for two years. Yeah, that's not fun. I don't get how people can do that. You have a full ass girlfriend and you're going to go off and cheat on someone for two mm-hmm. years. I don't even get how people can juggle that or hide it that well. That too. Like the, how do you, well, maybe I guess if she knows about it, she, he probably wasn't hiding it too well. But also, yeah, like why? Literally for what? At that point, just break up. Yeah, just get out of it. Yeah. Another thing too, I think what was really strong about what she said is it like set this new standard for her, what she looks in like mm-hmm. other relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sometimes unfortunately people like carry things over as scars and not standards, you mm-hmm. know? And I think it's good to be like, hey, because I was treated like X, Y, and Z, I'm not going to allow that back into my life. So yeah, you need to see, you need to have a bad relationship to like work off of a bad experience so that you know, that's what you don't want. You got to have mm-hmm. a rough draft. <laughs> you yeah, exactly. Everybody you needs a rough, that's yes. a good way to put it. Yes. Well, look at us coming up with so many great t-shirt concepts. <laughs> rough draft relationship. That, that drop number two is going to be coming soon. <laughs> Not come. I'm going to be putting that off for a while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Buy the shirts now. Oh, uh, Okay, so now I have some submissions from 
the DMs and also from the Spotify submissions. Going off of what we said, this person said, I learned what I wanted in a partner and how much better I needed to be treated. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Getting rid of that rough draft relationship. Mm-hmm. Revising it. Mm-hmm. Send it to the editors. Leah said, I'm super thankful for what I learned. Awesome. Awesome. I said awesome. 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 <laughs> My precious relationships taught me what I really wanted and didn't want from a partner and made finding my husband that much better. Aww. Helping you pick up on the vibes, getting mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that husband soulmate detector sharpened up, doing its thing. Okay, Brianna said, learning what I do and don't like. Wow, we are all just learning. <laughs> Literally. We're all just thankful for learning what we do and don't want. Melly said, I'm thankful my ex broke up with me first because he did me a favor. I moved on and met someone 10 times better. We love when they say the ex did you a favor because it's, you know, you're doing better <laughs> than ever now. I feel like 90% of the people I talk to every time we end the episode, I'm like, so I know you're in a new relationship and they're like, oh, I didn't know it could be this good. So that <laughs> should it. give you some hope. Okay, last one. This is from my DMs from Kimmy. Thank you for sending this in, Kimmy. Okay, I'm just gonna read it how she wrote it. I am so thankful for having, for my ex having an extremely toxic mother and for being a mama's boy. Girl, I dated a mama's boy. Wow. It was the worst. I knew right away that I would always be second best in the relationship when I first took a photo with them. And she asked me to step to the other side because that's her side. And then she placed her hand on his stomach, like in a prom pick way. She slut shamed me because I wore a crop top to a college football game and would make consistent jokes about me being in a sorority. On top of it all, she yelled at me, belittled me, and gaslighted me while we were at their family Disney trip. Not at Disney! Not at Disney World! Shut it down! Turn the mics off! Let's go! Crop top and Disney. We've hit all the pressure points for the podcast. Good thing I had to cancel that order. Meanwhile, my boyfriend at the time did nothing to stand up for me. That's not okay. Mm. This woman made me have extreme mother issues and made me feel I was never good enough. Still struggling with those memories and trying to make sure my people pleasing tendencies are not hurting my relationships now. Yeah, don't bring in those scars to your relationship, like Lexi said, with my current boyfriend's mom. So I'm thankful for toxic mothers and mama's boys for Thanksgiving. <laughs> wow. Nicole always tells me I'm a mama's boy, but I, I'm not like that. Like, holy cow. I've never heard you talk about your mother. Yeah, I mean, what, it's, she's my mom. I, did, <laughs> I, I went out with, with a guy for a couple weeks who said he had mommy issues and Ooh. I don't really remember why That's we a, had those issues. I, I'm going to have to Google like what mommy issues are because I, we would joke about it a lot because I would bring it up. I'm like, you have mommy issues. And he'd be like, yeah. I think it's because he like, he like went after, this is getting Older. really personal. No, he went after like blondes who specifically looked like his mom. Oh. Like a Freudian thing. Might I might be, be making that up. I, I don't know. Like Nicole does not look like my mom at all. Like the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I went out with a guy that I thought might look like my dad and I was like, I have to cancel this I date. I remember you saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. It was the guy that, the red lipstick man. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Never been that. the same since that date. <laughs> I used to always like a mama's boy. You do? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I think it's like endearing. And like, I'm super close to my mom and people like usually love that about me. It's cute to an extent. Like if you have a good relationship with your mom, because I think the way you treat your mom is how you're going to treat me. Sure. Although in this case, not that necessarily That was a little too much. Like once she said mama's boy, I was like, oh, I feel like I am. And yeah. then the story got like, oh, I would, if my mom like tried to take a prom pick with me, I'd be like, what the well, it's hell like, are really you doing? It's funny you say this because like me, I think that like my relationship with my mom has been really strong and mm-hmm. like with the people I date like people are like oh like I love that and like things like that but like my mom I know is toxic as fuck when it comes to my brother's relationship <laughs> oh really like she'll call me about stuff and she'll be like Nick and Jen want to do this and I'm like mom like cool it you like calm down do yeah. like no and she's like well I think that's like she's mad that he called me about it and I'm like well you got involved like yeah. so yeah my mom knows 
was like, if there's something mm-hmm. Nicole and I are going through, just don't get involved. I might vent about it to her, but mm-hmm. like, do not. Oh, my mom get involved. gets involved. But to that, from like the mama's boy standpoint, is like, if I brought Nicole home and my mom and her like clashed, that would have been an immediate like, oh, I got to get out of this. Yeah. Like, this yeah. can't be it. It's good to an extent. I've been picking my therapist brain a lot about this because, you know, I have a brother. And I'm like, what is it about the brother mother relationship mm-hmm. sends moms into a tailspin? Because my mom, hi, Carrie, I know you're listening to this. <laughs> if anything is going on with my brother, it sends her into a tailspin. That's really? how my mom is. I've seen this in multiple people. It's not just like my mom thing. It's like an everybody thing. It's because your daughter, have you heard that quote? Your what? daughter is forever yours and your son is it's, going it's, to be Your daughter else's. is yours for life. Your son is yours until you find a wife. Didn't your mom say that? Yeah, my mom did say that. That's- well, my brother's only been in one long-term relationship and I don't want to like exploit his private sure, life, sure, but sure, she sure. had a great relationship with that girlfriend. And so to me, that was like a really healthy family dynamic because she was close with the girlfriend and because my brother had a girlfriend, he was like in a great mood all the time. And so it was like a very positive thing. And my mom, I think has boundaries when it comes to that because she is self-conscious about sure. my brother. Being too much, like yeah. Being too much. I definitely think some moms can take it a little too far and, and I'm a little afraid of who I end up with and what their mommy's going to be like. Well, thank you so much for everybody, including coworker Justin and Lexi for sharing the lessons. We are thankful for this <laughs> Thanksgiving. I hope you have an awesome Thanksgiving this Thursday. If you want some content for Thursday, because there will not be an episode, you can go into the episode description. I have two of our holiday specials from last year linked in there. There's an episode with at, so my mom's a therapist, where we talked about how to handle being single or being in a new relationship around the holidays. And also our Blackout Wednesday episode, where we talked about the cringiest things that we saw during Blackout Wednesday the night before Thanksgiving. See you whenever you decide to tune in next.